The following podcast contains audio extracted from videos on the Mythology Explained YouTube channel. Please note that there are two narrators for this podcast, myself, Silas, and Zach. Please enjoy. Hey everyone, welcome to Mythology Explained. In today's video, we are going to discuss an interesting story that features in the Chronicles of Jeremiel, a work produced in the 14th century that compiles a multitude of apocryphal works culminating in an extensive biblical history that spans from the creation of the universe by God to the death of Judas Maccabee. One of the stories tells of heaven being assailed by two Egyptian sorcerers, two of the sorcerers who opposed Moses when he returned to Egypt to demand of the Pharaoh that he release the Israelites from bondage. We are going to start off with a quick summary of Moses' return to Egypt, his contest against the sorcerers of the Pharaoh, and the affliction of the ten plagues upon Egypt. Following that, we're going to go through the story that tells of the two sorcerers who take to the air, their witchcraft granting them the power of flight, and fly to heaven. They're doing battle against the archangels Michael and Gabriel. Let's get into it. After fleeing Egypt, traveling to Median, and marrying Zipporah, Moses became a shepherd. One day while watching over his father-in-law's flock, he came across a burning bush, a most peculiar sight because, while the bush was on fire, it wasn't being consumed by the fire. A voice projecting from the bush spoke to Moses, saying that he had been chosen to deliver the Israelites from bondage. Initially, Moses was resistant to this, producing an array of reasons that explain why he was either certain to fail in this task or was ill-suited to this task. These reasons were overcome, and God assured Moses that he, his divine presence and power, would be with Moses in this great task appointed to him. Moses returned to Egypt, convinced the Israelites that God was with them, and, with Aaron at his side, went before the Pharaoh. What followed was a sort of wizard's duel between Moses, backed by the power of God, and the wise men, sorcerers, and magicians of the Pharaoh, their number armed with all manner of trick and enchantment. Aaron placed his staff before the Pharaoh and had transfigured into a serpent, but this was not to impress the Pharaoh, for likewise, his servants also turned their staffs into serpents. And this back and forth continued, only the contest ceased to be so innocuous, for the next displays of God's power revealed by Moses were the ten plague, a river of blood, an inundation of frogs, a swarm of gnats, a swarm of flies, a disease that killed livestock, an affliction of boils upon the people of Egypt and their livestock, a hailstorm that ruined crops and killed livestock, a swarm of locusts that devoured the surviving crops, three days of darkness, and finally, an avenging angel that killed the firstborn of the Egyptians. The servants of the Pharaoh managed to keep pace for the first two plagues, turning water to blood and producing frogs, but by the third they were at a loss, conceding that some greater power was at work, saying, this is the finger of God. After the tenth plague, the Pharaoh, himself having lost his firstborn son, at last relented and allowed Moses to lead the Israelites from Egypt. But he later changed his mind, mustered his forces, and pursued Moses, the Pharaoh's hardened heart, hardened by God, impelling him. But he caught up with the Israelites too late. Moses parted the Red Sea and led his people out of Egypt. And once the Israelites had crossed, the walls of water closed in behind them, crushing the Pharaoh and his army underneath walls of water utterly destroying them. 
The Chronicles of Jeremiel is a voluminous work that was compiled by Eliezer ben Asher the Levite, or at least by someone claiming this name, who had lived in the Rhineland in the 14th century. The works he incorporated into his compilation, arranged chronologically so that they parallel the reckoning of scripture, span from the moment of creation to the death of Judas Maccabee, a Jewish priest who lived in the 2nd century BC. Many of the works compiled were written centuries apart, some of them written earlier in the medieval period, while others were written in antiquity, centuries before the birth of Christ. One of these works tells of two Egyptian sorcerers, Janus and Jambres, here called Johannai and Mamre. Janus and Jambres are identified in the book of Timothy as two of the sorcerers who opposed Moses when he presented himself before the Pharaoh. These two sorcerers accompanied the Pharaoh when he and his army pursued the Israelites. Moses parted the Red Sea, allowing his people to leave Egypt. But the Pharaoh and his army, who were furiously pursuing the Israelites, didn't make it across, instead swallowed up by two crashing walls of water, the power of God no longer holding them in place. Johannai and Mamre saw that their death was imminent, the sea closing in around them. But rather than accepting destruction alongside the Pharaoh and the Egyptian army, they used their magical arts to take flight, but not simply to alight safely on the shore. They flew higher and higher until they came to the upper reaches of the firmament, thus leaving the mortal plane behind and transcending to heaven, the realm of the divine, where they battled against the angels, namely Michael and Gabriel, both of whom were powerless against the two sorcerers they found themselves pitted against. Michael and Gabriel supplicated God, asking him to deliver them from their plight, to intervene and execute punishment. And in response, God sent Metatron, and non-scriptural sources often portrayed as the mightiest of the angels. And Metatron overpowered the two sorcerers and threw them from heaven, casting them back down to earth, careful to ensure they fell into the sea, as this is what God commanded. Here, in addition to destroying the Pharaoh and his army, God also consumed the Egyptian gods in divine fire. Here's the passage that describes what followed. The nations heard it and trembled. The sages say that when the Egyptians pursued the Israelites and beheld them, they were seized with great fear and dread, and did not wish to enter into the sea after them. God therefore sent Gabriel to them, and he appeared like a mare entering the sea. Pharaoh's horse immediately followed into the sea after it, and he was followed by all the Egyptians. Then spake God to Moses, saying, Stretch forth thy hand over the sea, and the waters shall return upon the heads of Pharaoh and his chariot and his riders. Moses thus stretched forth his hand upon the sea, which was cleft, asunder, and rent. When the nations of the world heard the report of the exodus from Egypt, they trembled, and in terror fled from their habitations. And that's it for this video. If you enjoy the content, please like and subscribe. Thanks for watching.